Chapter 79 He opened his coffer. In indescribable disorder it contained collars, rubber bands, kitchen utensils, badges of different technical schools, even the monogram of the Empress Alexandra Feodorovna and the Cross of the Legion of Honor. On everything in his madness he saw the seal of the Antichrist in the form of two linked triangles. Alexandra Shela, Serge Enilus et le Protocole, La Tribune Juive, May 14, 1921, page 3. You see, Salon went on, I was born in Moscow, and it was in Russia when I was a youth that people discovered the secret Jewish documents that said, in so many words, that to control governments it was necessary to work underground. Listen. He picked up a little notebook in which he had copied out some quotations. Today's cities have metropolitan railroads and underground passages. From these we will blow up all the capitals of the world. Protocols of the Elders of Zion, Document Number 9 It occurred to me that the collection of spinal columns, the box with the eyes, the skins stretched over armatures, came from some extermination camp. But no, I was dealing with an elderly man nostalgic about the old days of Russian anti-Semitism. If I follow you, then, there's a conventicle of Jews, some Jews, not all, who are plotting something. But why underground? Well, that's obvious. Any plotter must plot underground, not in the light of day. This has been known from the beginning of time. Dominion over the world means dominion over what lies beneath it, the subterranean currents. I remembered a question of Allier's in his study, and then the Druidesses in Piedmont who called on telluric currents. Why did the Celts dig sanctuaries in the heart of the earth, making tunnels that communicated with a sacred well? Salon continued. The well goes down into radioactive strata, as everyone knows. How was Glastonbury built? And isn't the island of Avalon where the myth of the Grail originated? And who invented the Grail if not a Jew? The Grail again, my God. But what Grail? There was only one Grail, my thing, in contact with the radioactive strata of Leah's womb, and perhaps now swimming happily toward the mouth of that well, perhaps now preparing to come out, and here I was among stuffed owls, among a hundred dead and one pretending to be alive. All Europe's cathedrals are built where the Celts had their menhirs. Why did the Celts set these stones in the ground, considering the effort it cost them? Why did the Egyptians go to so much trouble to erect the pyramids? There you are! Antennas, thermometers, probes, needles, like the ones Chinese doctors use, stuck into the body's nodal points. At the center of the earth is a nucleus of fusion, something similar to the sun, indeed an actual sun around which things revolve, describing different paths, orbits of telluric currents. The Celts knew where they were and how to control them. And Dante? What about Dante? What was he trying to tell us with the account of his descent into the depths? You understand me, my dear friend? I didn't like being his dear friend, but I went on listening to him. Julio, Julia, my rebus planted like Lucifer at the center of Leah's womb. But he, she, the thing, would be upside down, would be struggling upward, and would somehow emerge. The thing was created to emerge upward from the viscera, and not make its entrance with head bowed in sticky secrecy. Salon by now was lost in a monologue he seemed to repeat from memory. You know what the English lees are. If you fly over England in a plane, you'll see that all the sacred places are joined by straight lines, a grid of lines interwoven across the whole country, still visible because they suggested the lines of later roads. The sacred places were connected by roads, and people simply tried to make roads as straight as possible. Indeed! Then why do birds migrate along these lines? 
Why do flying saucers follow them? It's a secret that was lost after the Roman invasion, but there are those who still know it. The Jews, I suggested. They also dig. The first alchemistic principle is vitriol, visita interiora terrae, rectificando in venis occultum lapidem. Lapis exilus, my stone that was slowly coming out of exile from the sweet, oblivious, hypnotic exile of Leah's vessel. My stone, beautiful and white, not seeking further depths, but seeking the surface. I wanted to rush home to Leah to wait with her hour by hour for the appearance of the thing, the triumph of the surface regained. Salon's den had the musty smell of tunnels. Tunnels were the origin that had to be abandoned. They were not the destination. And yet I followed Salon, and new malicious ideas for the plan whirled in my head. While I awaited the one truth of this sublunar world, I racked my brain to construct new falsehoods, blind as the animals underground. I stirred. I had to get out of the tunnel. I must go, I said. Perhaps you can suggest some books on the subject. Ha! Everything they've written about it is false, false as the soul of Judas. What I know I learned from my father. A geologist? Oh, no, Salon said, laughing. No, not at all. My father? Nothing to be ashamed of. Water under the bridge. Worked for the Okrana. Directly under the chief, the legendary Rachovsky. Okrana? Okrana? Something like the KGB? The Tsarist secret police, wasn't it? And who was Rachovsky? Wasn't there someone who had a similar name? By God, the colonel's mysterious visitor, Count Rakowski. No, enough of this. No more coincidences. I didn't stuff dead animals. I created living animals. 